Moshe, whose birth is described in the second chapter, is forced to run away from Egypt, to flee Mitzrayim. He runs off towards the land of Midian. In the end of the second chapter, he meets the daughters of the priest of Midian, whose name in chapter 2 is Reuel. And he has seven daughters who go to the well to fetch water. And apparently, as the Torah describes it in the second chapter, the shepherds, the men who come to the well, uh, chase them away. They have to take their portion last. Moshe comes to the well, and he sees the situation, doesn't accept it, and he arises to save them, to help them. And he... uh, does help them, and he even uh, waters their, their, their flock. They come back to their father, and their father says to them at the end of the second chapter, How come you're home so early? Oh, they say, some Egyptian man, Ish Mitzri, some Egyptian man, He saved us from the other shepherds. Not only that, he even... Uh, drew water for us and watered the flocks. And this uh, priest of Midian, this Reuel, says to them, V'yayo, where is he? The question is not just a question, it's a critique. If he saved you, whoever he may be, they saw him as the Egyptian. He is coming from Egypt. So, where is he? Kiren lo v'yochalachem, call him and have him eat bread with us. And Moshe is uh, invited to the house of Reuel, The eating bread, of course, is not just a meal. Eating bread in the Bible often suggests a kind of alliance, even covenantal at times. And then, Moses agreed to stay with the man. He's interested in the man, this priest, this religious figure. And the man gives him one of the daughters as a wife. He gives Tzipora, his daughter, to Moses as a wife. Torah then tells us at the end of chapter 2 that in those days, by Yamim or Abimahim, that the king of Egypt died. And the Israelites were groaning from their labor, from their slavery, and they cried out. And the cries ascended to God from the slavery. In verse 24 of chapter 2, Vayishmao him God heard their moaning. And God remembered the covenant, God's covenant, with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. God saw the Israelites. And God knew. In other words, God is at this point remembering the covenant. The covenant, which is stated in chapter 15 of Genesis. Know very well, God said to Abraham in chapter 15, that your descendants will be strangers. Not theirs. Enslaved. Abused, oppressed, molested. And God said, in addition, the nation which enslaves them, I will judge. They will go out with many possessions. In chapter 1 of the book of Exodus, the Torah described the suffering of the Israelites as avoda, slavery. It described it as inui, as oppression. 
the precise two terms that we find in the covenantal promise to Abraham. In chapter 1, it doesn't say that the Jews in the land of Egypt were strangers. It doesn't use that word in chapter 1. But in chapter 2, it says that Moses named his son Gershom. Gershom, I was a stranger there. For Moses said, Ger Hoyiti, I was a stranger in a foreign land. Presumably referring to the land of Egypt. True, only Moses voices this, uh, this idea of being a stranger. That is to say, not my place. Only Moses has left Egypt. And the, the understanding that I'm a stranger, that my identity is not the identity of the place which I happen to be in, it's easier and often necessary to leave the place you're in to understand that. But in effect, what the Torah is saying is that when Moses says Gershom, called the son Gershom, Gerhoyiti, God chooses to look at that as the fulfillment of the covenantal uh, promise, the covenantal responsibility, that in order to be redeemed by God, it requires stra- being a stranger, oppression, and slavery. And God now, immediately after, in verse number 24 of chapter 2, remembers the covenant. Now it's time for God to set in motion God's promise, which is to take the people out. They shall leave their place. The people that enslave them I will judge. They will leave with many possessions. So now, God sets out to fulfill God's promise, and God seeks a person who will be God's instrument to draw them out. We know that in chapter 2, the boy Moshe, Moshe means to draw out. He, was, he himself was drawn from the water. And now God simply will instruct Moshe to go to, back to Egypt and to redeem the people. But as it turns out, it's not so simple. The Torah spends all of chapter 3 and part of chapter 4 uh, telling us of the dialogue, the conversation between God and Moshe. Moshe is not very willing to go back to the land of Egypt. We understand why he's not willing. He's happy where he is. He's found a man that he actually likes, admires, the priest of Midian, who, like Moshe, is concerned about justice and fairness. Where is the man who saved you? Bring him here. Have him eat bread with me. I want to connect to such a person. And Moshe himself, in the first two chapters, has demonstrated his concern for justice. When he saw the Egyptian being the Jew... He takes the side of the Jew. He hits and actually kills the Egyptian. Next day, he goes out. Two Jews are fighting. He tries to intervene there. And when he has to run away, he sees two non-Jews fighting. And he intervenes on behalf of the weaker party, the women who are being pushed around by the shepherds. Moshe doesn't seem to care whether it's Jew, non-Jew. His concern is fairness, equity, and justice. In Yitro, or Reuel, as he's called in chapter 2, He's found a man who seems to care about very similar things. So why should he leave? And furthermore, Moshe had to run away from the land of Egypt because the Jews, who Moshe tries to uh, intervene on behalf of the beaten one, he said in chapter 2, Wicked one, why would you smite your friend? And the response was, who told you? Who asked you to be, to be a leader, to be a sarvish of faith, a judge or a prince? You're going to kill me the way you killed the Egyptian? Moshe thought no one knew that he had killed the Egyptian, but apparently someone knows. And the next verse says, Pharaoh heard about it. So one way or the other, either intentionally or unintentionally, 
the Jews are the cause of Moses' life being in danger and having to flee the land. He's told straight out, we don't want you as our judge. We don't want you as our leader. So why go back? He's happy where he is. He's got a wife. He has a child. He has a job. And above all, he has the priest of Midian, his friend. So why go back? So the first verse of chapter 3, story of the burning bush. But the first verse is very interesting. The first verse is, Umoshe First number one, Moses was shepherding the flock of Yitro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian. At the end of chapter two, this priest has a different name. I presume, that, I presume it to be the same person, his father-in-law. He had married Zipporah. But there he's not called Yitro. There he's called Ruel. But in chapter 3, throughout all of the chapter, he's called Yitro. What is the difference between Ruel and Yitro? Ruel means God's friend. In chapter 2, he's God's friend, and he's Moses' friend. And they see things very similarly, and Moshe wants to be with this man. Yitro has a different meaning. Yeter, in modern Hebrew, miyutar means gratuitous, extra. In chapter 3, this beloved friend of Moses becomes superfluous. And the reason is, it's very simple. Moses' command in chapter 3 is to go back and to save Moses' brothers. The people of Israel are called Moses' brothers. The book of Exodus, I would say, is largely about the brotherly connection. In fact, the two heroes who redeem the people are two brothers, Moses and Aaron. Yitro's a good man, his only real friend in the Torah. But he's miyutar, he's extra. Your task is to go back and to save your brother. That's what Moshe will be informed of in the story of the burning bush. Moshe asks God, among other things, what is your name? Who are you? People will say, who is the God who, who, who sent me? And God gives two responses. One is, I am that I am. But then God, in verse 14 of chapter 3, says, go back to the people and say to them, verse 15, say this to Israel. Tell them the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob sent me to you. That is my name. But earlier in the chapter, when God speaks to Moshe, in verse number 6, God said to Moses, I'm the God of your father. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That is to say, who is your father? Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So Moses' father is Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And the people's father is Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So they're brothers. Your job is to save your brethren. Yitro, fine person, but he's not your brother. And your job is to go back to Egypt and to save your brother.